It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are seconds away from hearing the daily Locked On podcast you love, but I'd like to tell you about another podcast I think you'll like. Rejecting the Screen, hosted by NBA experts Noah Kozlov and Adam Stanko, features provocative interviews with NBA stars and unique perspectives from around the game. Subscribe to Rejecting the Screen wherever you get your podcasts. What is up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. Got a good one for you today. We got some news, the full schedule release, uh, some some player news as far as the Warriors are concerned as well. And uh, as I said, full schedule, not just the, the big three games that that they told us on, on, what, Wednesday or something? That was a pretty weak announcement. So we're going to break down some of the schedule, some other Warriors news, all that's coming up next here on Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. You are Locked On Warriors. Your daily podcast on the Golden State Warriors. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. What is up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. Got a eventful Locked On Warriors for you as the NBA regular season schedule came out today at 1 p.m., Pacific time, uh, 4 p.m. Eastern, what would that be, 10 a.m. Hawaii, so just, just covering all our bases here. Uh, it's worth going over. <laughs> uh, someone made the joke, you know, uh, sources tell me the NBA is going to play games this year, but for a team like the Warriors, it's interesting. I mean, they're the Top of the top of the food chain, man, is Kevin Durant said, don't worry about things that go on at the top. And so they have plenty of rivals and plenty of interesting games uh, that I'm looking forward to. Uh, the schedule, as always, you know, means it's time to to kick back, you know, enjoy a few, watch watch the game. Uh, so we're going to start with the, the big three games that were announced, I guess. Uh, on Wednesday, which I thought was pretty lame. Just announced the entire schedule at once, but whatever. I'm I'm not the commish, and Adam Silver does a great job. But, uh, the big three that were announced were the opening night against OKC, uh, October 16th, national TV at Oracle. You know, they'll be getting their rings again. Seems like a yearly deal with the Warriors, if you know what I'm saying. As far as opponent is concerned, ah, whatever. I, you know, I, there are other games I'm more interested in. Uh, there are certain storylines that I think are played out that the NBA obviously doesn't think are played out because of the way uh, the schedule has, has uh, come together, especially the quote-unquote, you know, big three games of opening night, Christmas, and MLK. Opening night, OKC, um, whatever. Uh, you know, I know it's the whole... KD, Westbrook thing, which, man, it's been two years, been two championships, uh, an MVP trophy, two first-round losses for OKC. Um, you know, I, the, I think it's it's played out. I think it's over, but I, I guess the NBA doesn't feel that way, and maybe I'm in the minority of people that are, are over it and don't see it as the, ri- the rivalry. I would much rather see them play Houston. Um, I would rather see them play Portland, honestly, or Utah, um, how about Boston or Philly? I mean, these are matchups I would much rather see than the 
the played out OKC deal. But, you know, again, they're going to end up playing all these teams anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But I just would have liked some new some new blood in there. Um, but, you know, what are you going to do? And then as far as what I was talking about also, uh, the, the storylines that the NBA is still infatuated with, we'll go with, you know, they're playing the Los Angeles Lakers and LeBron James on Christmas Day. I thought this was a great opportunity to get away from that because at least for the last, what, three, four years, it made sense because, you know, we, we, they were going to play in the finals. <laughs> this was a finals matchup. This is, to me, this is the Warriors playing a potential seventh seed, honestly. And LeBron can easily prove me wrong. They could be great. Um, it'll be interesting. There's a good chance that this game's a lot more interesting when we get to it because I, look, I'm very low on the Lakers this year, honestly. I mean, it. Yes, you give the benefit of the doubt to any team that has LeBron James, but how many knuckleheads do they have to sign to cancel that out? Uh, Lance Stevenson, JaVale McGee, who, look, I love JaVale, but he he is best served in a very minimal role, 10 to 12 minutes a night. Um, And if they plan on playing him more than that, you know, some of his knucklehead, bonehead plays come out. Uh, Michael Beasley, Rondo, I... I just don't. I, I don't get it. I don't see it. Um, but again, maybe by Christmas, they've proven me wrong and are working really well together and look like a really good team. But as far as today, what's today? August 10th, 2018, the day the schedule comes out, it looks like, like I said, a seven seed play in the Warriors. So we'll see. Um, I think the LeBron Warriors rivalry or whatever storyline is also played out. Um, But like I said, the NBA does not feel that way because not only are they playing on uh, Christmas Day, they'll also be playing on MLK Day, which is, as we know, is another big uh, day for the NBA. Um, I love what they do on MLK Day, honestly, but just, you know, uh, cool. LeBron and the Lakers against the Warriors. And I've said it twice already, I think. Maybe I'll have a ton of interest by the time it gets here. And it looks like a much better game by that time. But right now, nope. Not interested. Don't care. think they could have picked better teams, a better game. Um, But like I said, not up to me. I'm not the commish. But just to run it down real quick, teams I would rather see them play. I think I mentioned Portland, Utah. Uh, Denver would be interesting. Denver's on the outskirts, you know, but I'll still throw them in there. Philly, Boston. How about Indy? I'm really intrigued by the Indianapolis, or, yeah, Indiana Pacers uh, this year and the moves that they made this offseason. Uh, they're maybe one of the deepest teams in the league. I mean, they are one of the deepest teams in the league. They might be the deepest. Uh, I, I'm really high on them. Uh, but, again, I don't get to make the decisions, but I just think they made some, some choices. They're really played out. And the fact that they don't play Houston on any of them. I would take a Houston Warriors game over Warriors – Le- LeBron Lakers, uh, Los Angeles LeBrons, any day. I mean, they actually, uh, you know, played the Warriors pretty well last year. To me, it says they're higher on uh, the Lakers with a team full of knuckleheads, LeBron and a bunch of randos, than they are uh, the Houston Rockets and Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> so there's those big three games. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back cover some of the uh, important dates on the Warriors schedule coming up, at least to me, like I said, on August 10th, 2018. 
you know, a good two, three months before the season actually starts. But sorry for the pause. I kind of just did the math. It's two months away, man. That's so awesome. That's so awesome. Uh, Sorry for that. You know, sometimes I just get an epiphany. And I have to roll with it. But anyways, uh, come on back. We'll cover the rest of the schedule. That's coming up next here on Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. Is there anything more craveable than the smell of McDonald's fries? If someone's hiding an order of fries, they're never hiding it well. It takes one whiff to trigger a fry craving that will only be satisfied the McDonald's way. So stand up if you would like to taste the smell of a McDonald's fry right now. Did you just stand? Because if you did, then you earned yourself a trip to the McDonald's drive through for your own steamy carton of crispy, golden goodness. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Trend Micro. At CDW, we get that patch-together security can leave gaps in protection. I patch things together all the time, like this broken desk chair. Some duct tape, good as new. Orchestrated by CDW, Trend Micro Cloud One provides unified protection and better visibility across cloud services. It's all-in-one cloud security that can hold its own. Okay. Want to buy some gently used office furniture? No, thanks. IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. Find out more at cdw.com slash trendmicro. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Locked on Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. Uh, went over the big three dates, whatever, uh, for the Warriors schedule. And don't get me wrong, I'm excited for every single Warriors game. Uh, but if we're working under the assumption that Opening night, Christmas, and Martin Luther King Day are the big days, three of the big days for the NBA. I don't love the matchups. I thought they could have done better, but whatever. What do I know? So I wanted to go through some games that I'm pretty intrigued by, and it's for a number of reasons, uh, honestly. Um, So I'm just going to go down the list. And you know what? Hit me up on Twitter at CTH415 if I missed any because I know I went back and did a double check and missed them during that time. So maybe I should have done a triple check because I probably missed some other ones. But hit me up. Let me know. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Uh, When do you think Boogie's coming back? Because that's part of what I'm intrigued by by some of these games. And I'll get to that in just a minute. Uh, But when will he come back? What impact he'll have? Are they trying to find a soft landing spot for him? Uh, Or are they looking for... You know, who cares? When he's ready, he's ready, and we're going to go. But so here we go. They open October 16th, uh, as I mentioned, against OKC. And then uh, on the 19th, they take on the Utah Jazz. That's one I'm excited about because the Jazz, I think, are a team obviously not, I mean, not just because of how well they played in the playoffs uh, this last year, but also because of their young players. I'm... I'm very intrigued by them. I think that's another matchup where uh, the Warriors might be motivated. And that's another thing I'm going to mention. All this really depends on how motivated the Warriors are because we saw last year that they can lose focus and not care at certain times in certain games. Um, But I do believe that the Jazz second game of the year against a team like Utah um, will have their attention. But, again, who knows? You never know with these guys. There were games last year where I thought they would be up for it, ready to go, and they would, you know, come out and lay an egg. But that's uh, Friday, October 19th at Utah. And then that Sunday, they go to Denver. And I'm actually intrigued by Denver also. Um, the, the Isaiah Thomas signing, I think, is one that will go 
under the radar initially, but I think if he bounces back and has a good year for Denver, it'll be, you know, one of the best bargain signings of the year, obviously. Uh, the Michael Porter Jr. stuff is great, but we're not going to see him. Um, we'll see him who knows when. Probably not until 2019, but Denver's still a team that I'm very intrigued by. Uh, then on the 31st, there's random games in between that. Knicks, Nets, Bulls, don't really care. Um, you know, those are games the Warriors will sleepwalk through and probably get wins. Uh, the 31st, Halloween, right? 31st Halloween, October 31st, uh, versus the Pelicans. So that'll be a good one. Boogie won't be back by then, but they're another team that, look, they played the Warriors pretty well. They did lose Boogie. They did lose Rondo. Um, so I'm intrigued to see by, you know, what they are. Uh, if the hot streak that they went on with Miritich playing the four and Davis at the five is really who they are, or was it just a hot streak? Um, so that'll be interesting, uh, as well as Julius Randle. I want to see, I mean, you can't just take Boogie's place, but he potentially is the Boogie replacement there, so I'm interested to see how that works out. Uh, November 2nd against the T-Wolves, you know, they're a good team, but really the intrigue there, there's not a lot of intrigue as far as that one's concerned, um, but they're a good team, so I'll be somewhat interested at least. Uh, the 5th against the Grizzlies, Again, intrigued because the Grizzlies is Mike Conley healthy. Like I said, once we get to uh, closer to the game and kind of know who's healthy and who's not, um, I'll know I'll be able to engage my my interest a little better. But that could be a good one. Uh, obviously, Jaron Jackson Jr. Also, he was probably my favorite player coming out of the draft. Um, so I, I'm you know going to be excited to watch him. Obviously. What else we got? November 12th at the Clippers, another team I'm interested in, and it's always nice to beat the Clippers when you're the Warriors and specifically Doc Rivers. Um, it'll be interesting to see also if some of the... Uh, what's the word? Hate, animosity, some of the, the the motivation they had to you know stomp out the Clippers as much as possible is gone with CP3, Blake Griffin, and DeAndre all gone. But I think they enjoy beating Doc uh, as well, because I know I do. Uh, November 15th at the Rockets. That'll be the first time they see the Rockets. I think they only play... No, sorry. Uh, that's OKC. They only play OKC three times this year. Uh, the Rockets, November 15th. That's an obvious one. Western Conference Finals team um, won seven games. I want to see how Carmelo plays, obviously. <laughs> I don't think it's going to work, but what do I know? Uh, the 18th. San Antonio Spurs, first time they play the Spurs. Uh, again, obviously, the intrigue is obvious because it's it's a new team. It's DeMar DeRozan, Jakob Portal. Uh, let's see how good they are. Is, is DeMar, you know, an, an upgrade from that team that won 47 games last year? 21st, Thunder. Obvious reasons. It's the Thunder. What the hell? At home. Why not? Uh, the 23rd versus the Blazers. I'm interested in this one because... DeMar and, or excuse me, uh, Damian and CJ like to run their mouth a little bit. And after the, you know, sarcastic back and forth, I don't think there's real beef between CJ and KD or really the Warriors and the Blazers. But the Warriors also, they like to impose their will. Like KD said, man, don't worry about what goes on at the top. And that's, <laughs> you know, that's it's the truth. And uh, Warriors will probably enjoy beating them and will probably be motivated for that one, I would assume. I would assume. Uh, the next night they play the Kings. 
you know, whatever. It's the Kings. <laughs> Young team, somewhat interested, but most likely Warriors will sleepwalk through that one and, uh, you know, get an easy win. Let's see. So that we're all the way, almost all the way through November. Raptors, uh, November 29th in Toronto. Same reason why I'm interested in the Spurs. New team, new pieces. How is the Raptors and Kawhi working out? A potential uh, NBA Finals matchup. And that's kind of a, a theme you're going to see here when it comes to some of these Eastern Conference teams. Potential NBA Finals matchups. I, I would give the edge to Boston, but not a huge one. Not in the same way you would give uh, give the edge to LeBron when he was with the Cavs. So Toronto, Golden State, potential Finals matchup. I mean, there's also Toronto, or excuse me, Golden State, Indy, Golden State, Philly, uh, Golden State, Boston, I think I already mentioned. You know, there's four, maybe five teams that could be uh, potential finals matchups for the Warriors. I don't have a, a, a Bucks game jotted down, so let me see if I can find it real quick. Like I said, I thought I missed some games, so hit me up on Twitter if you think I missed any at CTH415. Um, let's see, Bucks, December 7th, at the Bucks. 6.30 p.m. December 7th. Another interesting one. Like I said, finals matchup, potential finals matchup team. Uh, we'll see. And Giannis. Giannis is just a monster. I love watching him. Um, so, yeah. Uh, that was December 7th. December 5th at the Cavs. That one, interest is, nah. It, you know, it's more mostly for Tristan and Draymond, which I don't think will be anything, honestly. I think it's all been blown out of proportion. And I also think that... The Cavs are, you know, potentially the worst playoff team in the whole NBA right now. Um, still might make the playoffs, though. But, yeah, without LeBron, they're, they're, it's almost sad. The Warriors, you know, would almost take mercy on them. But we'll see. I don't know. Do uh, Draymond and Tristan really hate each other? Whatever. Who cares? Uh, mentioned... So there's a Jazz game in there midway through December, December 19th, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Mentioned Lakers on Christmas. And this is an interesting one after Christmas. December 27th and 29th, they play the Blazers and the Blazers. So it's a home-and-home against the Blazers, 27th uh, at Oracle, and then 29th in Portland. I don't think there's a rivalry or anything, and maybe I'm overblowing it, or at least my interest is is a little overblown. But I'm I'm interested, man. I'm I don't like the Blazers; they run their mouth a lot. Um, so I think the Warriors will be motivated to beat them, but we'll see. Uh, January third, play the Rockets at home. Be a good one, you know. Rockets, obviously. Blah blah blah. Uh, the twenty sixth. Here's another, probably a real potential finals matchup for the Warriors. Uh, They take on Boston, in Boston. So that will be an interesting one. And this is where I'll start to to throw in the boogie stuff, because I don't think he'll be back for Christmas. I think that might be pushing it. If he was going to come back for Christmas, I could see potentially, if he's ready, because they're not going to want to throw him back first game, national TV game on Christmas. Uh, The Kings do play, or excuse me, the Warriors do play the Kings December 14th. So this is assuming he's healthy by this time, which, again, I think it probably won't be till mid-January. 
And again, I, look, I have no idea. I have no sources on to when he'll be ready. Uh, could be mid, mid-February. mid Could be after the All-Star break. But I do think it'll be earlier than that. Uh, just my own uneducated opinion. Uh, or December 22nd against the Mavs, but then you play on the 23rd, the Clippers, and then the Lakers on the 25th. So I do think it'll be sometime in mid-January. I could see they have a run against teams that it would make sense for him to come back against. Uh, Again, this just depends if he's healthy. January 5th at the Kings, 8th at the Knicks, 11th at the, uh, excuse me, let me restart that. January 5th at the Kings, 8th at home against the Knicks, 11th at home against the Bulls, 13th uh, at the Mavs, 15th at the Nuggets, 16th at home against the Pelicans, 18th at the Clippers, and then 21st at the Lakers for that MLK uh, game. So, yeah, it just depends. It really depends when he's healthy, but I could see him coming back sometime during that stretch of games uh, when they play the Kings, Knicks, Bulls, Mavs, Nuggets, Pelicans, Clippers, and then the Lakers on MLK Day. But again, he, you know, he could not could be not healthy yet, so who knows? Back to the schedule. <laughs> I mentioned before I went off on that boogie tangent, uh, playing Boston on the 26th. They have uh, the Pacers on the 28th, another game I'm interested in. And then they have uh, the Sixers on the 31st. That's a tough little stretch right there. Uh, Three potential finals matchups in the Eastern Conference. Celtics, Pacers, Sixers. Band of, what, five, six days. So that's one I'll be interested in. What else? They got Philly on the 2nd of March again. So that will be interesting because if they don't have Boogie back for that one stretch that I mentioned, the 26th, 28th, 31st, he would definitely be back by March 2nd. Same thing with OKC on the 16th, San Antonio on the 18th, and Indy on the 21st of March. Is They could potentially have Boogie back at this time if they didn't have him during that January stretch. It's kind of broken up into two sections here as far as my interest goes where – Yes, some of these early season games are interesting. Win or lose, there's going to be another aspect of interest later in the year when Boogie does come back. And uh, so that that's kind of how I break it up, two parts of the season. Because obviously we don't know how Boogie's going to be. But I would imagine he'll be pretty damn good. So there's a roster, or excuse me, a schedule rundown. I hope it wasn't that boring. I found it interesting. I hope you guys did. Hit me up. Let me know. Also, do you agree? Do you disagree? Did I miss any games? Is there a team that you're interested in? I mean, I mentioned some of the big uh, Western Conference teams, some of the big Eastern Conference teams. Did I miss one? You know, are you guys intrigued by Phoenix? I know they're getting a little better, I guess, but I, you know, come on, it's Phoenix. Denver, am I kind of underselling Denver or Minnesota, who I barely talked about? Uh, So hit me up, SETH415, let me know. Do you agree about the big three games also, you know, opening night, MLK, Christmas, that I think those are pretty uninspired matchups, uninspired opponents for the Warriors? Or are you good with them? Hit me up, let me know. Uh, Warriors also made a signing today for training camp and potentially the future. I'm going to talk about that next coming up here on Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. Making you old-fashioned today with Wild Turkey Bourbon 101. It just really stands up very well in a classic cocktail like the old-fashioned. It has that perfect boldness. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. Today, every answer matters more than ever before. 
Because whether it's about health, deliveries, or finance, some things just can't wait. That's why IBM is helping businesses manage millions of calls, texts, and chats with Watson Assistant. It's conversational AI designed to help your customers find the answers they need faster, no matter the industry. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash Watson Assistant to learn more. What up, everybody? Welcome back to Locked On Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. Just broke down uh, the schedule and some of the more interesting games on the schedule. But another piece of news for the Warriors today, something that I actually like a lot because uh, I tweeted this out during Summer League, is I really liked Marcus Derrickson. Undrafted rookie out of Georgetown, I believe. He's a kind of new age forward, I guess you could say. It's kind of the Draymond Green mold, or at least build. Uh, he's Because he's definitely not the defender that Draymond is, uh, but definitely a better scorer. I'll put it that way. Because sometimes we, we mix up scoring and offensive ability. Draymond has a ton of offensive ability. It's just not all scoring. You know, he can handle, he can uh, run the offense, he can pass, he can rebound. Scoring's probably his worst offensive trait. But a lot of times we mix up offensive ability and scoring, like I said. Uh, Marcus Derrickson, 6'7", 250. I think he's got about a 7-foot wingspan, similar to Draymond, who I think has a 7'1 wingspan. Can play the four, a legit three-point shot. He averaged 13-5 and five with the Summer League team in five Summer League games. And so today the Warriors signed him to an Exhibit 10 contract. So after doing some research, take it with a grain of salt, I guess, or go yell at Bobby Marks because I got this off of one of his articles when the two-way contracts were added last year. So Exhibit 10 is a new wrinkle in, I guess, the two-way contracts. So basically what it means is it is a contract that can... Be so, so let me as I stumble over all my words here. So, basically, what it is Marcus Derrickson has been signed to the Golden State Warriors roster right now with about a $50,000 bonus or up to $50,000. So, he is looked at as a Golden State Warrior, he's not looked at as a two way contract yet, he's not looked at as a Santa Cruz Warrior yet, he is looked at as a Golden State Warrior with the exhibit 10 wrinkle to the contract he has the ability to be converted to a two-way contract by the first day of the regular season. But with the Exhibit 10, it gives, basically, basically it's a contract that allows you to keep a guy for your, for your summer, or excuse me, for your G League team because of the bonus money. So they signed him to, let's say, and the numbers haven't come out, but you can sign him up to $50,000 in bonus money. If you sign him to the two-way contract, if you convert it to a two-way contract, the bonus money's gone. He gets his, his two-way contract money, which is better than the $50,000 bonus. If he is waived by, I believe it's October 17th, he has to sign with the Golden, or excuse me, with the Santa Cruz Warriors for 60 days to get that $50,000 bonus in addition to what would be his normal G League salary. So it's a, basically the Exhibit 10 is a contract that has two-way contract and G League contract implications. 
So basically what it is, Derrickson, he's not going to make the roster with the Warriors. He's a guy I liked a lot in summer league. I thought he could be a two-way contract candidate, but they're looking at him more for either two-way contract or with the Santa Cruz Warriors, which still keeps him in the the Golden State Warriors family, so to speak. So I think this is a good move. I, I like him. He's... Before they signed Jonas Jerebko, as I said, they didn't have a stretch four. Draymond is considered a stretch four, but I personally look at a stretch four as someone who can can make threes, not just take them, but can make them. And Draymond, you know, he's he's an all-star. He's a defense player of the year, but he's not a great three-point shooter. I think he shot under 30% last year. Uh, Derrickson does have legit three-point ability, legit scoring ability, solid rebounder. Uh, he does have his flaws. He's still a rookie, you know, 22-year-old kid. But I like the move. So just to recap, and I'll probably stumble over myself again, signed to an Exhibit 10 contract, so he'll come in for training camp. We'll probably see him in preseason games or spring training games, whatever they call them in the NBA. Can be converted to a two-way contract by the first day of the regular season, or he can be waived by the 17th, I believe. Or wait, that doesn't make sense because the... Season starts on the 16th. Sorry, that was an old article I was reading. But so if he's waived by a certain date in October, he would have to go to the Santa Cruz Warriors to collect that bonus money. So it gives them a little security as to, okay, if you don't sign with another NBA team, you're going to want to stick around for this bonus money we're giving you. So basically, Marcus Derrickson is either going to be a two-way contract or a Santa Cruz Warrior. I like the move. I hope that made sense. Sorry that I was so confusing trying to explain it. This has been... Locked on Warriors. I'm Charles T. Hamilton. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, Thank you for being patient. Also, I know I said I was going to come out with this on Thursday, but once I heard the uh, schedule was coming out Friday, I thought that would be a better time to do this. And we got the Marcus Derrickson news. Uh, Also, hit me up. Do you you guys agree about Derrickson? Do you think he's got a future uh, as a two-way contract or Santa Cruz? Um, And I know the people that listen to Locked on Warriors Uh, are just as crazy as me and are interested in stuff like that, the two-way contracts, the Santa Cruz Warriors stuff. So holler at me at CTH415. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you are an East Bay sports fan like me, enjoy the weekend of A's and Raiders preseason. If not, just have a good, safe weekend. Be safe out there. Uh, Thank you guys again. Come back on Monday. I will definitely be here. This has been Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. Peace. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. San Jose Sharks hockey is back, and we've got you covered five days a week at Locked On Sharks. 
I'm Kyle Demetrius. I'm JD Young. I'm Eric Fowle. Together we make sure you're never without your Sharks programming. Will the Sharks make a trade for a right winger? We got you covered. Will Eric Carlson's groin hold up for the entire season? We've got you covered. Whatever happens with Team Teal every day, we've got you covered at Locked On Sharks five days a week on the Locked On Podcast Network. This is Josh Lloyd, the host of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast, the number one fantasy basketball podcast in the world. If you're looking for information regarding fantasy basketball, recaps of the NBA, this is the show for you. We are heading into the offseason and starting to get ready for the 2020-2021 fantasy season. We'll have all the information on what happens through the rest of the playoffs, free agency, the NBA draft, and then heading into a big 2021 season. So make sure you're checking out the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast.